Keep serving others. More from the Iowa Almanac in a moment. City School Election Day is Tuesday, November 7th. It might seem a long way away, but now is the time to make a plan. Whether you plan to vote absentee by mail or in person at your county auditor's office before Election Day or at your polling place on November 7th, it's important you take steps now to make your plan at VoterReady.Iowa.gov. Remember, Election Day is Tuesday, November 7th. Information at VoterReady.Iowa.gov. This message brought to you by the Iowa Secretary of State. You've heard how Shenandoah seed salesman Earl May and Henry Field both used radio to market their products to a large national audience in the early days of broadcasting. They weren't the only ones, however. On this date in 1925, a new station in Clorinda in Page County took to the air, owned by the A.A. Berry Seed Company. A.A. Berry had founded the company there in 1899 after a career writing about agriculture for Wallace's Farmer, the Prairie Farmer, and the Clorinda Herald. The new station was assigned the call letters KSO, which the Berry Seed Company said stood for Keep Serving Others. The station signed on with a power of 500 watts at 1240 kilocycles. The studio was at the Berry Seed Company building at 8th and Willow, with the towers for the transmitting antenna attached to the north and south ends of the building. Two years later, the station moved to 1320 on the radio dial. A year after that, as part of a national reassignment of frequencies, KSO moved to 1380 with a power increase to 1,000 watts. However, the station had to share the frequency with a Lacrosse, Wisconsin station, and soon was forced back to 500 watts. In the summer of 1931, the Iowa Broadcasting Company purchased KSO. Iowa Broadcasting was owned by the Coles Brothers, who owned the Des Moines Register and were now adding radio stations to their company holdings. A year after the purchase, KSO was moved from its home in Clorinda to Des Moines where it became the NBC Blue Network affiliate for the city. Ultimately, KSO landed on the 1460 frequency, where it became popular in the early days of rock and roll and later as a powerful country music station, one of the few in AM stereo. The KSO call letters were retired in 1989, but the original KSO radio owned by a seed company and broadcasting from Clorinda, went on the air on this date in 1925. And that's Iowa Almanac for November 2nd. There's more online at iowaalmanac.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Jeff Stein.